When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. How's it going? Happy Wednesday. Hey, Laura. Happy Wednesday. Happy 2022. I know. I can't believe. I mean, we're already just kicking off the year, recording more episodes, and... Yeah. How's your 2022 going so far? It's going. I mean, I definitely had like Sunday scaries the night before, like coming back to work after two weeks, but first day work back was great. I know you didn't have to go to work. No, I got an extra, I got an extra day off. So I go back, I went back on Tuesday and so just ready to kind of, I've been, I was having a good like pep talk with my boss, uh, our last day before the holiday. And we were kind of just like talking about like, well, she was kind of basically hyping me up on like how I've done like so much already. And I've learned so much and like, basically like these are how like she sees me growing and stuff in the next year. So I'm kind of like ready to like kick off 2022 and like take basically everything in my life to the next level. Like, I think that's like what I'm ready to do. It's like everything, like I've kind of just been like going through life, like Let's just push everything up a level. I love that. Oh, but um, yeah, so I don't know. I'm just really excited. I mean, next week we will be back to you guys with our regular life updates. But this week we have an amazing guest. So amazing. I'm so excited. Yeah, this was um, kind of like one point last year, Stephanie was like, hey, like we both follow this girl on TikTok. And Steph was like, I totally think we should see if we can get her on the podcast. And I was like, yeah, let's try it. And Steph reached out to her. She was all for it. And we're so excited to finally get to have a little bit of her free time. And we'll bring you our interview that we had this week with Natalie. So we are very excited to have a guest on today, Miss Natalie Rose from the popular TikTok account, Napples. She has 2.6 million followers as of January 2022 and is famous for the Clearly She Is series where followers guess what her profession is. She's showcased everything from being a butterfly catcher to a firefighter, a USC fighter, and is also partners with many sports teams, including my favorite, the Seattle Seahawks. Um, (laughs) You you may recognize her on your For You page on TikTok if you don't already follow her. But without further ado, welcome Natalie to the Wine Over Matter podcast. Wow, that's quite the introduction. (laughs) (laughs) We are like so excited that you agreed to come on and just so excited to talk to you today and learn more about you. And 
Laura knows I'm like literally your biggest fan. So yes, because that's I found out about you from Steph. She like had forwarded me one of her favorite videos sometime like during the fall, I think. She was like, Do you follow this girl on TikTok? I was like, No, why? She was like, You have to go watch her videos. So I've been following you ever since Steph shared shared your page with me, but we're big fans over here. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, you are you are definitely a fun follow and so interactive. Um, but before we get started on all of the TikTok stuff, which I'm sure people are dying to know, um, why don't we go ahead and just have you share a little bit about yourself and who you are outside of TikTok? Yeah. Um, my name is Natalie Rose. I like long walks on the beach and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Um, when people ask me that, I feel like I have to have this like set monologue of my life in a nutshell. But like the truth of the matter is I'm a loser. Like nobody cares about me. Like, I, I think there I'm are from... a lot of people that care about you. There's clearly at least 2.6 million people that care about you. That's true. That's valid. Okay. I'll take that back. I, uh, I'm from Portland, Oregon. I grew up in you know, the city of roses and, um, graduated high school here. And I moved out to Utah and went to school there and graduated. And then, um, life happened and I, I got married and then I got divorced and now I'm back home and I'm here. And then my life blew up on social media. So (laughs) Okay, well, so we, that's something I didn't know. So that's something Steph and I, that's what we became friends with. That's what we bonded over was, um, so we're actually Instagram friends. That's how we met. We met through Instagram. We live about 30 minutes from each other, but we've become really good friends over the last couple of years. But we really got really close when Stephanie got divorced a little over a year ago. And I've been divorced now for about six years, Stephanie for about a year. And so um, that was something I wasn't aware that you've gone through as well. So was this something recent? Yeah. I mean, I don't talk a lot about it, but um, especially more so out of respect for him. Um, But yeah, it it will be a year this month. So, and then, so then the TikToks kind of, you are definitely thriving. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I have looked at this whole experience with my TikTok as a huge tender mercy that God has placed in my life. Um, I think it's been an amazing distraction um, and an amazing way for me to be able to cope and get through the trials and the hardships that I've kind of gone through in the last year. So I'm very, very grateful for all of the adventures and um opportunities that I placed in my lap because of it yeah that's amazing that is that kind of leeways us right into the TikTok so when did you actually start your TikTok like open your page and make your first video yeah I started TikTok I think like a lot of people did during the pandemic um I had participated in a lot of community theater um out in Utah and I had been casted in a local production of Freaky Friday and um, it got canceled because of COVID. And so because of that, I was really sad and I had decided to download TikTok for the creative outlet of creating acting and whatnot. You know, I was doing the cringeworthy lip syncing stuff, which to this day, I still feel like I 
I'm an amazing lip syncer. Uh, <laughs> you are. <laughs> well, I'll just keep that to myself. But... I mean, well, I think your your lip syncing video, the Freak a Leak one, was the first video that Stephanie discovered of that's, you. That's where I discovered you, and I remember I I think it was like around the holidays of 2020 and I like that's how I discovered you is that video and I'm like she's so much fun like I love her I need to follow her and then I remember like flying up to my family's from Washington so I flew to Washington for the holidays but it was you know the crazy part of 2020 where I was lucky enough that my sister had a condo in Seattle where I was able to quarantine so to speak from my travels before seeing my parents and stuff and I just remember like trying to recreate that video and I'm like, I look so stupid. How does she look so good? I look so dumb. Wow. So you are an OG follower then. Oh <laughs> yeah. No, I've been following you. Yeah. Since way before the clearly she is um, series, but that was like, and that video blew up. Was that your first video that just absolutely went viral or did you have one before then? Sorry if you hear kids laughing in the background. I have to apologize ahead of time. They're <laughs> wrestling upstairs. But, um, but yeah, uh, well, I actually don't know because my best friend and I, we did a lot of, we did a trend of like, Annie, are you okay videos with Michael Jackson and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, we, um, I know we had some videos blow up because of that. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I do remember seeing some of those too. Um, But I just remember that first of all, it's like a throwback of a song. Like I hadn't heard that song in like so long. And then I was like, you looked like you were in a music video or something. Like you looked like you were meant to be lip syncing that song. I'm like, and everybody that tried to recreate it, like it just wasn't the same. Like it was not the same. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So I know you said when you started your account kind of during the pandemic, like most of us, I swore I was never going to have a TikTok prior to the pandemic. I felt like I can't have another social media accounts too much. Did well, you? I feel like set... it was the high schoolers too at, the, at that time. It like was It was like, it was then. not, it wasn't for all of us. <laughs> exactly. But did you set out like kind of hoping you would get discovered and grow an account or was it just for a creative outlet? Um, I think everybody wants like one video or like a video to blow up but that was never really the incentive for me um it was specifically for creative content and just having like throwbacks on funny quotes from movies and tv shows that honestly made me really happy and that was kind of the whole thing behind it I know at one point I remember saying like I just want 10,000 followers when I get 10,000 followers (laughs) I'll be happy. And then I got yeah. 10, followers and I thought, okay, well now what? <laughs> yeah. The number has to keep growing. And here you are with over 2 million. Like, does that just blow your mind? Yeah. I think ignorance is bliss in a lot of this situation because my mind can't comprehend two and a half or 2.6 million followers. So I think the first time it actually really struck with me which is unfortunate because it was recently was when I was (laughs) in uh, I was in Boston and I was at the Patriots football game and I was sitting inside of the stadium and I remember someone telling me who like on the social team they said yeah so our stadium if it's completely full can hold 60,000 people and I remember like standing on the field and looking up at all the seats and 
uh, and just assuming that every single seat was full and you see the amount of people and how you're walking shoulder to shoulder to people to go up to the concessions or even walking up and down the steps. And I'm standing in the field looking up in the stadium and I think 60,000, that's it because I'm over here. And so I'm thinking (laughs) 2.6 million. How many stadiums? How many stadiums is that? (laughs) I don't math. I don't know. (laughs) But it's a lot of them. (laughs) It is a lot. So when you put it that way, it's just, that is mind blowing when you put it that way, just how many people have, and just the way, like, I am not a TikTok pro. I still don't understand how TikTok works, which is why that's some of our questions for later for you. (laughs) But like, I assume most people find you because the way TikTok works is it has something to do with for the for you page and it pushes videos through and it gets you discovered if it thinks people are going to like you and people like you so you, you get discovered like it it's so crazy how that algorithm works and how it even shows you to people and it, it it's just that in itself is mind blowing that TikTok can show you to 2.6 million people and have 2.6 million people like enjoy your videos and want to like every day see what your job is that day <laughs> yeah I don't know why but it does it so <laughs> and well, before this Natalie like did you even have any experience with content content creation like prior to your TikTok kind of blowing up not really I mean I wasn't ignorant towards it I I knew how it worked I knew you know, if you want to be relevant, you have to use hashtags, you might have to invest in like a good camera if you want to focus on Instagram. But truthfully, Instagram for me, and everybody knows this about me is that Instagram to me feels like a chore. Uh, Even even prior to having, you know, this platform that I have, I kind of would forget about Instagram and I'd forget about posting. I'd be like, Oh, I haven't, Oh, I have to post a photo of me and my dog or, you know, yeah. I haven't posted in a while. So, um, I have gotten a lot better. My assistant Andrea has, um, she'll text me sometimes and she'll say, <laughs> oh, I'm so proud of you. You have more than 10 posts on your story today. Like <laughs> good job showcasing the Vikings or good job showcasing the Patriots today. I'm like, yeah, thanks. You know? <laughs> so you never had like actually any type of career anything like that with any type of social media experience I don't know I mean from this oh yeah we still we still don't know Laura oh yeah (laughs) we're still guessing no I can tell you that that's a that's a big fat no I do not have a background (laughs) so speaking of the clearly she is series how did I know how it starts because I've watched your videos but for anybody that hasn't and is catching up Explain to us how that started and how many, have you kept track of how many jobs you have now? Mm, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> no, it's a lot for sure. Yeah. So it started when I, I came across the sound that I use for all of my videos now. And if you don't know what they are, then you'll just have to go watch, but it's a mixture of um, a little kid trying to beat box and then it cuts over to um, Black Eyed Peas, My Humps. And so it's just the, what you going to do with all that junk, all that junk inside your trunk? <laughs> it's just that much of it. And then that's the end of the song. It's about nine seconds. So I was, um, I came across the sound and I was at work with a um, fellow coworker. And I said, hey, would you be willing to make a TikTok video with me really quick? And we were 
on a break. We were on our lunch break and we were in our scrubs. And so I just told her to start dancing like an old grandma. And that, uh-huh. that's like our old grandma dance. It's just a little like, <laughs> shoulder. shoulder little, anyway. Yeah. And so we posted it and surely enough, the video got a million views. And I thought, what the heck? That's so interesting. <laughs> it took four seconds out of our life, you know? Yeah. And well, it's nine seconds. It took nine seconds out of our life. <laughs> and then um, the next day we just, I was just bombarded with all of these comments, you know, a lot of people saying things like, oh, we didn't know that Natalie was a nurse or it was, oh, it's always the nurses that have the dump trucks or why is it always the nurses that are the hot ones? And then, and then it turned into mean comments. There were some yeah. people, there was one particular comment that said, well, remember when you're supposed to be at, remember when you're supposed to be saving people's lives, but instead you're at work making TikToks. And I just Ew. thought, oh that's so annoying. Like, yeah. So I did what's called a, re- a reply comment. So I made a video in response to that comment and it just kind of sits up the top corner of the video. Mm-hmm. And I did it like two days later and I did the same song, same dance, different coworker, but this time I held up a sign and then it just said, I'm not a nurse. Clap <laughs> <So, laughs> <flat> back. <laughs> It was my clapback video, I guess. And I feel like I could have been a lot more mean, but I just thought it was more funny than anything. For sure. Because I've just been thinking like, well, there goes your theory. Like, I'm not a nurse. So yeah. why are you so concerned about my time and my job? So my caption was, okay, this will be fun. Like, let's guess what I do for a living. So people were genuinely trying to guess, you know, with the scrubs and the equipment that was in the background, they were guessing things like a dental hygienist, um, um a vet tech they guessed um an ultrasound tech yeah. you know things like that so there were some serious guesses but then that's when the funny guesses started rolling in and people would say <laughs> oh she's a janitor or uh-huh. she's a, a, a truck driver or she's a firefighter and then that's when I thought oh, oh I can go somewhere with this and then it just kind of snowballed from there uh, yeah, you I, have done some amazing ones since then. And so many. I'm <laughs> like, I I kind of want to go back and count because you have a lot of jobs. I can't even imagine how tiring that is. Yeah, tax season sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't imagine the amount of W-2s you're getting this month. Oh, man. What a nightmare. <laughs> Would not want to be your tax guy, tax no. girl, man. <laughs> So how do you decide now? So it started with comments. So you would just pull a comment that you thought would be fun to do a clearly she is. And then you use that. Is that still what you do? You're still using people's comments? Yes. And I think it has just grown to a larger network at this point. So when I first started, you know, I have no problem inserting myself into people's lives. That's always kind of been an ongoing joke with me. It's like, well, once I'm in your life, I'm in your life. Like you kind of have to. (laughs) But I have no problem asking, um, no problem getting turned down or rejected because I just know that that just means, okay, like I'll just move on to the next thing. So when I first started off, I, I definitely worked with the connections that I knew I had, um, things like the firefighter, um, is my brother-in-law. I knew it'd be easy to get to his station, get into his turnouts and, um, you know, have a uniform on. And then from that point on, it kind of snowballed into that. So 
But um, like the police officer, for example, I had no idea who the police officer was. I was driving around my hometown for about 30 minutes looking for a cop car so I could ask them to do the video. <laughs> like, that, like, that's just kind of how I problem solved. Well, was like, oh, well, if there's no police officers at the police station because of COVID and they're all out kind of parked around, well, I'm just going to drive around looking for one. I was tempted to even speed <laughs> at one point. <laughs> oh my gosh see that's if so I funny but so I you know I I saw two police officers and they were in the middle of issuing someone a ticket so I just like pulled over and waited then I like took a wide turn around his car like hi <laughs> just wondering if you'd want to be in a video with me and I do think that a big part of it was luck I feel like I got um I, and I got a really nice, really cool police officer who works with high school students. So he already is familiar with TikTok yeah. and what it is. So I feel like I got very lucky in that sense. And he just said, yeah, let's do it. So those are ones, you know, um, where, yes, I just kind of would respond to comments. And then that's when more and more content creators would reach out to me. Companies were starting to reach out to me. I was getting emails um, DMs, uh, sports teams, you know, I would, I think one of the first sports teams that reached out to me was actually the Vikings, but we ended up not being able to do our collaboration until last month. But then it was like the Oregon Ducks and then it was the Lions. And the next thing I know, all these sports teams are wanting me to come out. So it definitely just kind of boom, boom, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> this, this effect that just kept going one after the other. So I've still been really fortunate to where, yeah, I am doing things based off of comments. I think there's only been like one or two times I've had to plant a comment, but other than that, other people have been the ones giving me the ideas for it. That's awesome. Which is so fun. Like some of them are, you know, your, your jobs that you you would think of like a firefighter, a police officer. And then some of them are just so random. Like, I think the very first one you did was like, a butterfly catcher and like a Lego creator or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, like, that was an interesting weekend. I was in Indiana that weekend and I was with a friend and I was like, I need to, I need to test this out and see if people are going to like continue to comment and bite on this. And so I went from the original video that said, I'm not a nurse. I went through every single comment and I found the one that I felt like was the funniest, which is the, she's a part-time butterfly catcher and Lego sorter. And I just thought that's so bizarre. That's so funny. And so (laughs) I remember going to Walmart with my friend and we were just looking for a butterfly net. (laughs) And so we found a butterfly net and we did the video and it and it bit really well, but I wasn't even in a uniform or anything. So I think that's when I realized if I'm going to do these videos, I need to be going above and beyond. I need to be in a full uniform. I need to have the real professional in the background. And I'm glad I trust my gut with that. Definitely. They are a blast to watch. Um, So (laughs) were you a sports fan before doing these? Yeah, I think, okay. so I, I, I understand this. I understand like the game of football. I understand basketball. I understand the sports. Um, I never really grew up watching sports, like with a father or like, um, 
a father figure though. So in, in high school, I was in yearbook and I was a sports editor there. So that's kind of how my passion for sports came into play. Mm -hmm. And I think a big part of it was because I really enjoyed being behind the scenes and watching how all of it was kind of going down. And I felt like kind of a little bit like a part of it without Mm -hmm. having a part of it. Yeah. (laughs) So that's why I I enjoy sports. Yeah. Which is probably so cool. I have to know, (laughs) and it doesn't have to be a sports team. I want to know like what brand sports team company, whoever that you've like, that's been probably your favorite one to do so far. Yeah. Um, sports team. That's, Ooh, that's a hard one. I, I feel like solely just based on the connection that I made with the person I was working with. Um, I'd probably say the Colts, like the Indianapolis Colts, Mm -hmm. Um, the mascot, his name is Trey mock. He is blue. Um, the actual mascot. And he's one of the only few mascots that does like mask reveals and the man behind the mask and who he really is. So him and I, we really hit it off kind of like brother sister vibe. And we were also there with, (laughs) we were there with blitz, the Seattle mascot, because that was week (laughs) one of NFL. So they were in town and they were like, Hey, let's all go out to dinner. Uh, poor blitz. We just, (laughs) we just destroyed him. We, (laughs) the, the amount of banter that, um, blue and I had towards blitz. It was so funny. I mean, he, like he would stand up. He's like, I'm going back to Seattle. This is ridiculous. (laughs) The amount of like crap that you guys are throwing at me right now, but, and it's only because it was just too easy. It was so easy to make him mad. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and how many people get to say they like went to dinner with two like rival mascots? I didn't even know what was about to happen when I went to dinner with those two. Okay. I walk in, they're all dressed normally. We're like eating dinner. We had our own private room with like the marketing team and whatnot. And the next thing I know, both of these guys pull out these huge duffel bags and it's their, it's their mascot uniforms. And I'm like, um, what are you doing? (laughs) And they just start getting in their mascot uniform. And then they go and start serving food to people in this really nice no! restaurant. Oh my That's God, amazing. Food. It was so embarrassing. I was like, I'm staying in here. You guys- <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I just recently, so I followed you on TikTok for quite a while now, since probably end of 2020, but I just found you on Instagram recently. And I saw you had posted, I think just this past weekend, maybe you had posted um, like part of a YouTube video sharing kind of like a behind the scenes. Have you always done the YouTube videos that show more of the behind the scenes or is this new? Um, Whenever I go on a collaboration, I will always have an additional person with me to film behind the scene footage for the intent of having a YouTube channel. Um, It was kind of told to my followers that we wouldn't start posting things until we hit 900 followers on YouTube just to kind of create that incentive. So we hit the mark. And so we released our first video on it. Um, But yeah, that's that's in the making as well. You know, we'll have a full YouTube channel with the behind the scene footage on it because that's what a lot of people want to see. Yeah. Cause we get these it's, little nine second snippets, which are amazing. But then when you tell a story, so like you were into it, yes. Like you're in a nice fancy restaurant and the two mascots go serve the restaurant. It's like, that has to be the, the funniest thing ever. Like people are probably dying to know and see that. Yeah. And also 
a big part of it is a lot of people think that I green screen a lot of my videos. They don't think that I'm actually in there. I don't know if you've seen some of the stuff, like the conspiracy theories about me on TikTok. First of all, people thought I was a robot. They thought I was like an AI. <laughs> and still, um, secondly, they think that I green screen all my stuff, which makes me so angry because the amount of traveling that I do and the amount of like wear and tear on my body from traveling and going from one collaboration to the other is just so easily shot down by one person saying that it's a green screen. And I'm like, screw you. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, Cause you make such a good point. Like the travel, all of this, like you're doing so much for a nine second video yep. and it's like, and that's so and, I could see how that could get so yeah. frustrating. And don't get me wrong. Like I'm thankful. I mean, I'm thankful for the traveling and the experiences that I'm given. It's just a different kind of hard. It is, it's not a nine to five kind of like hard. Sure. It is, it's mentally wearing, um, you know, when you go and fly somewhere, typically you have the luxury of getting off the plane and going to your hotel and regrouping and kind of cleaning up. But for me, it's like, nope, I get picked up from the airport and I have to be ready to go and I have to be on 24 seven and I don't get to be in a pissy mood. I don't get to have a bad day when I'm doing collaborations. It's, you know, if my flight was late and I was running through the airport and I'm sweating, I'm fixing myself up in the bathroom in the airplane to be ready to get off the plane, to get my luggage, to go straight to my collaboration and start doing stuff. Cause once you're there, it's work. Like it is, we're there, you know, we'll go to dinner or we may have one night of having fun but it's work 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 the rest of the time yeah definitely and you seem like an extrovert just from talking uh, to you but even extroverts <laughs> like even if you're not like you meet so many people doing what you're doing that like you said having to be on all the time and like never sleeping in your own bed like you're always sleeping in a hotel bed and who knows how much sleep you're getting before you have to wake up and travel home the next morning or whatever that is exhausting. So I also saw yeah. that on Instagram yesterday when I saw you um, share how so- somebody had had said something negative to you about that, about like, stop complaining about, you know, being tired, you get to have fun for, you know, doing this TikTok gig or whatever. And it's like, yeah, it's fun. Like, I'm sure you have a blast with it. But it's yeah. tiring. Like, it, that's a fact you're allowed to be tired from all this travel and everything you do. So yeah. um People think social influencing is just like all fun and gay. You're just, you're taking pictures and doing videos. And, but like the people that I know that have these large accounts and that I've spoke to and stuff like you, it's like, it is so much work and it's not that typical nine to five. Like you're really having to do things every day, all day and having to always make sure you're preparing that content and things like that. Cause, and like, just to if you want to stay relevant and make sure the followers are getting what they want things like it's a lot of work. So you're killing it. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm glad. Yeah. You recognize that. And I'm not mad at those people for having that opinion or thinking what they're thinking, because for them, that's, that's what they know. And that's their education on, on the situation. And so it's the people who think that they know it all is that I kind of have the problem with, but I've kind of just learned that a lot of people are just kind of uneducated on this part of the industry. I mean, I sure was when I first started. I, I think if, if being an influencer or being on social media, what it was just taking pictures and posting it, I think everyone would 
be in social media. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's just, there's miserable people out there that are just like always going to want to have something negative to say. Um, Absolutely. Stephanie and I get it. Like, so we get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you get it on a totally different level, but like, and I feel just... like you get it. Like it's a double-edged sword because yeah, it sucks. It sucks when like, you know who you are and you know, the work that goes into something and you know what you do. And then people are still trying to act like they know, but at the same time, it's like, well, thank God people try to act like they know and they don't know, or like this whole clearly she is series might not <laughs> happen. Yeah. So thank you to whoever thought they thank knew, you. but <laughs> thank you, love you. <laughs> um, so are, are there, I know you teased today, um, like a possible, like, and I don't know if you were just using a saw, like a new sound, or if you were really teasing like the end of the series, like, are you still having as much fun with it as like, when you started or are you kind of getting to a point where you're going to have a big reveal or are we going to have to wait to find out? (laughs) Could be one month, could be two. (laughs) That's a realistic timeline. Um, Honestly, the audio that I had chose from the office, I just thought it was a really funny audio. And sometimes I just like to stir the pot a little bit to cause people to want to comment that's one of the tips and tricks that I've learned from doing TikTok is that the more interaction you can get on a video the more your video is pushed so obviously this is going to create a divide with comments you know I'll get my OG followers who are going to keep saying no keep going we want to guess we you know and then of course there are people who are like oh this girl again like this is still going on yeah nobody cares just tell us now Um, but my mind is always coming up with, when would be a good time reveal? Should I reveal? Do people even care if I want to reveal? I don't feel like people care at this point. I think they just like seeing what they can get me to do next. So I don't know the answer to that. Maybe it'll be a certain number of followers, you know, maybe it's like, oh, well, when I hit 5 million or if I hit 10 million followers, then I'll reveal it. But I'm always, um, I'm always thinking of new trends to be starting as well so so I have two collaborations I'm dying to see that I'm just going to throw out into the universe (laughs) I've I've commented a few times we'll see if it happens collaboration number one I want you to be a Peloton instructor with Cody Rigsby (laughs) (laughs) do you have a do you have a Peloton have you taken a Peloton class before do you know who Cody Rigsby is I know who Cody Ringsby is. I do not have a Peloton though, but I know many people who do have a Peloton that I could, I think I could make that happen. I'm just like, that would be, he, he would be the best for you to collaborate with. Like that would just be the best. And then I also really want to see you, like, I want SNL to collaborate with TikTok a little bit more. And I want you to do an (laughs) SNL skit with Pete Davidson. So bad. No. (laughs) Boo. No. <laughs> You're like, nix that. Okay, so we're focused on the Cody Rigsby one. <laughs> no, I, I, all jokes. I love SNL. Um, if I were to ever become an actor or anything along those lines, that is kind of the path I would go. I love improv acting. Um, that's kind of my, I just, have a warm spot for that kind of stuff and I just love all of the SNL actors I think they're hilarious I just like giving Pete a hard time because he's just so he's just he, everywhere he... news he's just <laughs> everywhere on social media and I'm just like bleh I know <laughs> Stephanie he somehow manages to come up in conversation on our podcast way too regularly <laughs> because well, he someone... is everywhere 
<laughs> it's well, crazy. So I had an interview with a with a radio show one time, and they brought up Pete, and they were talking about this like debate on if you feel like if you think Pete is attractive or not. And this girl was just going on and on. She's like, I just really like guys who just look like they like just got out of jail and all this <laughs> stuff. And I'm just like, what? No. Like, no. And then I just, and so I just remember saying like, I feel like if I walked up to Pete and I touched him, he'd be like sticky. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like he needs a bath. <laughs> and then it just turned into like, okay, what, like, what is your type then? Who are you attracted to? And I was just like, well, not Pete. Like, sorry. <laughs> love your work, Pete, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. I know that's not my type right there. No. (laughs) So how have your family and friends reacted? Like, do the people in your life know? Like, I mean, I'm sure they know. I'm sure they see the numbers of, you know, views you get and how followers you have. But like, do they grasp like your TikTok fame? Like, and how how have they reacted to that? I think the best way to describe my family is that they didn't care until it became something like they didn't care until they cared um I when I was doing like the PD Pablo the lip syncing all of that stuff um I would send my one sister the videos of me lip syncing because a lot of the quotes or movies or tv quotes were from when I watched them when I was little with her. And so I knew she'd like appreciate that. And she would always say like, oh, your lip syncing is always so on point. So I would always send those to her after I'd post them and she'd be like, hee hee, like that's so good, you know? Um, but other than that, no, I, I feel like my family knew that I was just doing TikTok just to do it. And then all of a sudden I have this video blow up and then I don't think my family really grasped it until until I was doing things with like the Oregon Ducks or the Seahawks. And then I'm doing things with brands and companies and I'm getting they're flown like, out. Whoa. <laughs> they're like, wait. <laughs> um, but they've always been supportive. It's just, I don't think, you know, they're just like, oh yeah, my sister does TikTok. Anyway, so dinner on Friday, you know. Um, but I think now my family is starting to get annoyed because whenever we go to like a family function and there are people that are not in our immediate family, they'll come up and be like, I can't believe I'm in the presence of a famous TikToker. (laughs) And whenever people say that to me, I'm always like, who? Like, (laughs) cause I, that will never be something that I get used to. And that will never be something that I like let get to my head. I, by all means do not feel like I am even remotely close to being famous, anything along those lines. I just don't. And that's just how I feel about it. But my family will be like, shut up, not famous. See? And they'll like punch me in the face or they'll like, I don't, I don't know, they'll kick me. They're like, see, she's normal. Like, get over it, you know, because they don't want to hear another story about where are you heading next, Natalie? And what are you doing? They're like, oh, uh, shut up. <laughs> so I don't know. They're, I think they are the perfect amount of supportive and the perfect amount of still being my siblings about things. So yeah, that's awesome. Well, so when you are out with your like family or anything, like have people recognized you when you're out? Have you like had that situation yet? Not 
when I've been with my family, I've been noticed with my assistant, Andrea, when I was in California, I was noticed at like a Starbucks. I've been noticed in Vegas, um, in Texas. I was noticed when I was going through the drive through at Wendy's one time. That was and cool. that's gotta be weird. <laughs> it was weird. And it is weird. My sister likes to like, when I do like a sister's date, uh, we tried to do a sister's date once a month and we went to this restaurant and my older sister, Becky and I, we were sitting at the table waiting for my other sister, Amber. I know my mom gave us the like whitest girl names ever. <laughs> and so, so we're, we're like waiting and Amber comes in and she like grabs her phone and she just starts making this big scene. Like, Oh my gosh, it's Naples. I can't believe it's Naples. And I'm like, shut up. You are so annoying. Like, <laughs> so That's what that sisters time. have to do. I know. Right. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I've only been noticed like a handful of times and when I am recognized, it's kind of always been with my assistant and I kind of like deer in headlights. And I'm so thankful that she's there because for example, the man at Starbucks, he said, Oh my gosh, I know you, you look so familiar. And I was like, what? And I look at Andrea and she goes, well, are you on TikTok? And I was just like, <laughs> okay, she's got this. And I was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go wait for my drink over here. And she's like, wait, I can't believe you're here. Like, what what collaboration are you doing? And Andrea's like, you're gonna have to wait and see. <laughs> so oh, I love that. Well, I know our followers are dying to know um, from somebody who is just a pro with growing their TikTok and being creative and doing something that not everybody else is doing because that's that can be the frustrating part with TikTok too is you go on and you're on your for you page and like everybody's doing the exact same dance or everybody and you just feel like you're watching the same video over and over what tips do you have for people to a start and grow a TikTok and then b how to stand out on TikTok and not be like everyone else yeah. Um, I, I feel like if I had the secret to blowing up on TikTok, I would reveal it to everyone because the way that it has impacted and changed my life for, um, would be something I would hope every person could have the advice that I can give with what it is that I'm able to control, right? Cause there's a lot of TikTok that you just, you don't get to control, mm-hmm. um, is first of all, remembering that n- 95% of your videos on TikTok are going to flop. Mm-hmm. They just are. And 5% of your videos are what should blow up your account. It's that 5% that levels out the 95%. And you have to commit to posting on TikTok um, at the beginning, at least three times a day for six months. Oh, wow. It's a big commitment, but the more you post, the more you post, the higher chance you have of having a video that blows up. Um, so you're saying my three videos I've done in the last two months are not getting me TikTok. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) I mean, Stephanie and I had a video get like 500,000 views and we thought we were like the next big thing. (laughs) So, so that's kind of, that's kind of my next thing with it. Right. So what happens when you get a video that blows up? Right. Um, I remember sitting with another content creator, JT LeBourne, him and his wife are in Utah. And 
I went out to dinner with them and I had, I had my couple videos that had blown up. Right. And I was just looking at JT and I said, what if all of this was, I just happened to choose an audio that TikTok liked. I just happened to post it at the right time during the day. And it just happened to get through the next tier of the algorithm. And it just happened to get seen by a lot of this next tier. And it just kept getting pushed. Like, what if all it was, was just luck. And that's just all it is. Mm -hmm. And JT goes, 100% that's what happened. (laughs) He's like, And that's nothing against you. It's just how the app works, Natalie. And what you have to decide is how you're going to act on it when you do have a video blow up. Are you going to jump on the opportunity when you have that small window waiting for you? Or are you just going to say, oh, okay, that was fun. Like I got one video that had 500,000 views and that's just it. Yep, that's what we did. I mean, but you're not alone in that. That's what almost everybody does. They think they, I don't know why, but they just, you just limit yourself. You just say, okay, well that was like, that was my moment of fame. That was it. You know, my quote unquote fame. And that was fun. And I I got my like adrenaline junkie, my (laughs) eye, and now I'm done. Okay, cool. But I saw this opportunity and that's when I sat down with my godfather other I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place and I thought I have this really good job I love what I do I love what I went to school for I'm not necessarily looking to do anything different but I feel like I have one foot over here and one foot over here and I am stuck trying to determine what I'm going to be giving my full utter attention towards and he looked at me and I was just waiting for him to be a good dad and say, yeah, like your job is fine. Like you're an idiot. Don't do this. No. He said, you need to see where this is going to take you. You can always get another job. He's like, you are qualified. You are smart. You are talented. If this fails, you will have no problem getting a job in your industry with what it is that you do. Mm -hmm. But just imagine if you don't see where this can take you. And I think it was that approval is what I needed that I didn't know I needed. Mm -hmm. And that's essentially what pushed me to jump, to leap and just fully have faith that I was capable and I was creative enough and that I would be successful in it. So, you know, committing to posting three times a week or sorry, three times a day for six months in hopes that something blows up Um, you know, other things like I see a lot of people where like the lighting in your video, like in videos, aren't that good. Um, take the time to make the video. Don't just post something to put it out. Like have pride in the videos that you're posting on your page and try to be creative. I think the reason why you see a lot of things on your for you page of trends that are like still going, um, or where it's a lot of the same thing is because it's almost like creators have quote unquote earned it. So it's like they did all the hard work to get creative, to put their name out on the block. And so now they're naturally, they're just going to get likes on videos that are the trends. So it's a matter of cr- be the one that creates the trend and then earn your followers, earn your time on TikTok, And then you can go and kind of be posting what everyone else is posting or just tweak it and make it your own a little bit. 
But it's yeah. so cool to be the person that makes a sound go viral or makes a dance go viral or makes a trend go viral because mm-hmm. the trend that I started, nobody was doing. Like I made that up. And so there were people who were doing my little grandma dance or people also trying to do it. I was like, holy crap, I did that. Like I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, that is so awesome. Um, so do you have any advice for working with brands? How often do, I assume at this point with 2.6 million followers that brands are reaching out to you more than you're reaching out to brands, but was there ever a time in the beginning where you were the one reaching out to brands? Do you have any advice to people that want to get to that point where, um, they are collaborating with different brands, how to get noticed by brands, or is it a lot of the same tips you've shared just in general? There have been, I like, I've been pretty fortunate in the sense that I feel like most brands have been reaching out to me, but now that I've kind of just determined what I want my aesthetic, my page to look like, then I am kind of able to hone in on certain brands that I think, oh, this would be an awesome brand to work with. For example, Delta, I fly everywhere Uh, (laughs) or or a luggage company because I am having to buy new luggage all the time because my (laughs) luggage just gets ruined. So, you know, things like that. So, um, things that it's going to benefit me in my work is when I reach out to those brands. Um, but a lot of brands have reached out to me and sometimes I say no to them because, um, I don't think it fits my aesthetic, my page, and it's nothing against the brand. But my biggest advice is do your research on knowing what your value and what your worth is. Oh, if in the very beginning, um, when it came to brands, I was lowballing myself a lot because I just didn't think that anyone in their right mind would ever want to pay the amount of money to have me on their page because it's like a self-worth thing. I'm like, like, (laughs) no, are you kidding? These are my non-verbals. Like I, when my kicks in like, "Uh, (laughs) 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 there's no way nobody could ever want to spend that kind of money on me. Like I'm not that important. I'm not that big of a deal. I'm a loser, you know, but it wasn't until I got some really good advice from people, brand managers, who showed me that, no, your numbers are insane. Your analytics are this. And I, you almost have to look at your TikTok page as a network. View your channel as a network. Is It's like comparable to ABC, NBC, um, HGTV. All of these people pay these networks to put a 30-second commercial on their page. And they pay close to like 100k to 500k for a 30 second commercial and they can't really determine the amount of viewers that actually see that commercial because your tv could be on in your house but you could be in the kitchen watching yeah or you could be in the kitchen doing dishes while the commercial is going on so there's really no way to determine who's actually seeing the commercials where you know they pay a lot of money for half a million people to see something and I'm getting video views that, you know, were 13 million, 30 million views. So um, not saying that that's what I charge for, <laughs> by all means. but I'm just saying um, for marketing teams, it's a really good way. 
it's a less expensive way to utilize TikTok influencers to do that for maybe a fraction of the cost. So um, if you kind of view it that way and you're like, yeah, this is my, this is my network. You can promote your brand or you can promote your company on my page, but these are what the numbers are. And this is why. Definitely. So before we let you go, um, we've been chatting a little bit on the podcast about our New Year's goals, and we just wanted to know, are you a resolution setter? Are you a goal setter? Do you have any goals personally for your life or for your TikTok and social media presence going into 2022? Um, I feel like I should say yes, and then hurry and (laughs) come up with something. (laughs) Um, No, I do feel like I... I do like the idea of like a fresh start. Like what is my motto for the year? Um, Halfway through this whole process, I was trying to kind of come up, okay, well, what's my tagline going to be? So for only about three months, I've been able to hold this tagline. And I think my tagline and my motto is what I'd like to carry on into 2022 as Mm -hmm. like a full year resolution. And it's don't be boring. Um, 2021 for me was when it rains, it pours and 2022 is don't be boring. And I think I I relate that to whatever I want it to be, you know, um, and people can apply that however they want in their life. So for me, it's okay. Well, whatever it is I'm going to do, whether it's doing a collaboration with a firefighter, I'm not going to do it boring. We're going to have fun doing it. Um, if, we're going to start new trends. It's we're not going to be boring with it. When I go on vacation, don't be boring. If I want to jump off a cliff into the water, I'm not going to be boring. I'm going to do it. <laughs> you know, if I, I want to go ziplining and I'm holding myself back, don't be boring, Natalie. Do it. So I love that's, that. That's my 2022 resolution. And that was not a cry for help. I'm not like looking to jump off a cliff. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying like like jumping off a waterfall into the water or something. Yeah, sure. like, like a gorgeous waterfall into like Cut crystal clear water like in Hawaii or something. Exactly. <laughs> I love that motto. I love that you have a phrase kind of as, you know, a lot of people do words of the year, but I love that it's a phrase. And I, I love do that too. I love that it's not like the same ones that you hear from everybody. Like, I don't, I don't even know one of them off the top of my head, but I just I love that it's so fun and just, I mean, I only know you from TikTok and now I know you for this short amount of time that we've gotten to <laughs> chat with you today, but it's like that fits you and your personality so oh, well. Thank you. Yes. I thank you. So- <laughs> Seriously though, thank you so much, Natalie. It's been really fun getting to know you this last hour. We really appreciate it. Um, we've had a really a good time having you on today. And, um, but for anybody who doesn't know you, who's listening today, how can we find you on social media, including Instagram, even if you don't post there a lot, go ahead and give us your, your plug. Yes. My plug is Naples on TikTok. It's like with a stutter, Naples, there's two N's at the beginning there. And then on Instagram, it's Naples underscore. But, um, if you find me on TikTok, I've got a link tree that takes you to everything. That'll take you to my YouTube, my LinkedIn, my Instagram. What am I missing? I'm sure there's email. That's how I found you. (laughs) My email. If you want like business inquiries, email me on Naples at, oh wait, Natalie at Naples.com. Yeah. So (laughs) you'll find it on our TikTok. (laughs) Yes. Go to my TikTok. (laughs) 
Well, thank you so much. This has been so much fun. So much fun to kind of get to know you outside of nine second clips. You are just, you seem like such an authentic, genuine, fun, not boring person. And we're so excited for people to learn more about you from this episode. And if they didn't already, which I don't know how they couldn't, if they have a TikTok account, um, (laughs) discover you this time. So thank you again. I know you have such a busy schedule and just taking this time out of your schedule to chat with us was a lot of fun and we really do appreciate it a lot. No, this was, I think this is maybe one of my favorite podcasts I've done. It's just super easy. You guys are super easy to talk to. I didn't feel like I was really being interviewed, which is nice. So I appreciate you that guys. Like, our goal. Come on. Come on. Oh, we love that. Thank you so much, Natalie. Well, cheers to 2022 and we wish you all the continued success and we will be following all along. Oh, thank you guys. Don't be boring. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How fun was that? That was so much fun. She just comes off as such an authentic, genuine, fun person. I know. And not I'm boring at all. Not boring at all. And I'm kind of like, <laughs> um, like if you come down to Southern California, can we please like go to dinner and hang out? <laughs> yes. I would love that. She just, she's so, she just seems so fun. So smart so creative there's just so many good qualities about her it's just so nice to see her doing so well it was so much fun that she was willing you know we heard in that episode she has a busy schedule yeah with all this travel and everything and so the fact that she took some time out of her busy schedule for us and for our wine over matter podcast and listeners was just really really awesome yeah I'm just I mean we go into these like when we do like an interview especially with like somebody we don't know you like don't know what to expect like you see what people do on social media and things like that but I know in a situation like this somebody can come off as a totally different person and we went into this not having any clue how it was gonna go and it could not have gone better and she was like an amazing person to chat with for an hour I loved it so much fun. We, as soon as we hit stop on recording, the three of us just got to chit chat for, I don't know, five or 10 minutes. And it was, she just was telling us how comfortable she felt in the podcast and how much fun she had. And it just made us feel so good. Like, yeah. oh my God, we feel the same way about you, but like, so nice to hear um, back as well. So definitely a great way to start the year. I'm so excited. You know, I've been obsessed with her for so long. Yes. You always are. Have you seen this video? Have you seen this video? So we need to make sure we're sharing some of her videos and stuff on, on Instagram. So if any of our, our listeners that follow us on Instagram, but maybe don't have a TikTok account, they can kind of see some of her videos and stuff. But, um, cause I don't know, I have actually haven't, does she share all of the same videos on Instagram? no I don't think so yeah so we'll have to just share some of them so they can kind of kind of see but um yeah so fun I'm excited about all of our different guests we have ideas of bringing to you guys this year because it is kind of fun to chat with these different people from different areas and stuff it's it's a good time it is but before we go I think you need to hit it Laura Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week is one of my favorite hot sauces. 
Um, it is called, the brand is called Secret Aardvark Hot Sauce and it is so good. I don't know if it's like a Pacific Northwest thing. Like I've bought it on Amazon before. I don't know that I've seen it at the store, okay. um, but it's a Portland, Oregon company called Secret Aardvark. They make four different hot sauces, I believe. The best one is their Aardvark Habanero hot sauce. It's so good. My mouth is watering right now. Like I just want it on everything. I can totally um, like, I'm feeling it. Like, you know, when you get that feeling in the back of your like. Yes. Um, it's so good. And I feel like I have like pride with like Pacific Northwest products, first of all. But my sister is obsessed with it. She's been obsessed with it for years. Like I remember visiting her in Seattle and she'd always have it in her fridge. And I'm like, what is this? And she discovered it at like the random little like market in her neighborhood. Uh And so now she continues to buy it. So it was at my parents' house when I was up there for the holidays and I ate that on everything. What kind of like compare it to me for like, oh my God, is it like vinegary? Is it thick? Is it like like not vinegary it's a little thick like it's not like tapatio thin but it's not super I would say it's on the thicker side Uh um but it's it's like hot but not painfully hot it's like good hot like I don't know how to explain it better than I explained it but I'm telling you it's like the best hot sauce like I ate it on everything while I was up there and I even have a calendar reminder set so I don't forget (laughs) to like order well first of all I need to see if it's sold I need to go do the little find nearby and see if it's sold anywhere near me but if it's not I have ordered it on Amazon before and I have no problem doing it again so okay and if it's in like a two-pack or something let me know maybe I'll I'll split it with you because now I want to try it I love a good hot sauce oh it's so good Definitely. I go through I go through hot sauce fa- phases though like I'll be like this is my hot sauce like the last I'd say year or two I've been super into crystal hot sauce which is like you can get that anywhere. It's super, I want to say it's from, I know it's from the South, but it's like just a cheap, I think it's like a buck 50 for like a big old bottle of it. And I just, that's like been my hot sauce, but I always like switch it up. And so I always love to try a new hot sauce. You I actually just bought, um, have you tried, it's supposed to be, I think it's Trader Joe's version of the truffle hot sauce. Um, no, I haven't found that yet. Yeah. So I bought it last time or time before I went to Trader Joe's and I actually forgot about it until right now. I have not tried it yet. So I need to try it. You're going to need that on your breakfast tomorrow. Yeah. If I make breakfast, maybe that's a good call. (laughs) I'm going to make some eggs tomorrow and I'm going to try it. There you go. Yeah. Well, what is your flavor of the week, Laura? So my flavor of the week is a tried and true that I've been using since high school. However, I discovered it in a new form last week. So there is a product called Smith's Rosebud Solve. And it's, um, it's basically kind of like a Vaseline type product. And it usually comes in like this old school, like vintage tin. And I've literally used it since high school. It's like when you like going to bed with chap lips, like you put it on your lips and like in the morning, like you feel a million times better. Um, when I'm sick and I'm blowing my nose nonstop and you know, your nose gets all dry. I like rub it all over the base of my nose helps fix that. It's like my favorite thing, but, um, especially with longer nails, I hate using a two, um, a tub, like, cause you're like digging your finger and it just is kind of gross. Like you're just always shoving your finger in this like little tub. Anyways, discover, I went to go buy a new one on Amazon cause I was out And I discovered they, and it, maybe this has been around for a while, but I just discovered it when I went on Amazon, it's now in a tube, like a little squirt tube. 
and I'm so excited. I bought a two pack and so I can keep <laughs> one by my bed and one in my medicine cabinet. And cause Jeff steals it now too. He uses it like same thing, like on his nose, when his nose is dry, after he's sick or something. And so now I don't have to share with him because it was grossing me out. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely need to check that out. But yeah. I think I, it's like five bucks or something. It's not too expensive and it lasts like a long time, but um, I love it. It's like my little cure to everything. Smith's Rosebud Solve. There's your flavor of the weeks, everybody. Or I said solve. I don't know what. Salve, Rosebud, itself. No, I don't know. I'm I don't even know. Myself I, just out. Figured, I just figured you were saying it right. So I'm going to go with it. Because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, thanks guys for joining us for this week's episode. We hope you guys loved it as much as we did. Join us in our Facebook group. It's private club wine over matter. Put in a request to join. We will add you and get you in on that fun links to all of our socials, including the links to our flavors of the week can always be found in the details of the episode. Uh, for those of you, I know we're like beating a dead horse, but if you have Apple, if you have iTunes and you have not left us a review yet, please, it's so helpful for us. Go leave us that five-star rate and review. Um, give us a follow on Instagram, wine over matter pod. You can follow me, Laura at crunches before brunches and Steph at authentically Steph. Thanks again, and we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers.